Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories and if you do love a reddit story why not consider hitting that like subscribe maybe that notification bell too and let's crack on with today's first story which comes from uncle barnacle from the am i the arsehole subreddit and says am i the arsehole for rejecting my colleague's request to make her lunch i have a habit of making my own meals to work simply because i love cooking and health related issues so i just started a new job in a new company three months ago and seeing me make my own lunch every day has gotten me some attention from some colleagues. With that, I was able to talk and mingle in a new environment. My colleagues tend to ask things like recipes, how long did I take to make it, so and so. Just small talk questions. Everyone was okay except for this one girl from the same department from me, which I will name her Sally, 27 female, a junior designer. From the first day she saw my lunch, Sally has thrown in a lot of comments like how envious she is that I cook my own meals, etc. It was fine until after one week later, she started asking me questions like, so when will you make me lunch? I was taken aback, but I thought she was joking and waved it off with a smile and a nod. After that, at least once a week, Sally would ask me the same question again. And sometimes she'd even say things like, you still owe me a lunch made by you. Or she'd whine about me not wanting to cook for her. I've kindly turned her down every time she brings up this issue. Last Monday, she offered to pay me if I make her lunch for $3. I told her no again and she was visibly upset. She told me it's not that hard to make her lunch since I'm already cooking for myself every day, single, and I'm being unsociable and unfriendly by not making her food. Since then, she's been passive-aggressive towards me as well as not willing to cooperate at work when I hand her new tasks. It has made me feel bad about it and I have no idea how to go about this. Should I have just made her lunch just to keep the peace? This feels horrible and I don't know how to deal with it. Edit, after reading your comments, I think I will try to talk to Sally about this and if it doesn't get through, I'll have to discuss this matter with a same ranking colleague or my supervisor. Now, at first, as I was going through this, I'm not sure what it's like in other places, but in the UK, you, you sort of get this banter where, like, if you see a neighbor out washing his car and you go, do mind when you're finished, mate. It's <laughs> absolutely stupid. Or you see someone buying a pint at the bar and you go, oh, where's mine then, pal? And like I said, I don't know where this poster's from. And I kind of associate it with the same kind of thing, like someone making their lunch every day. And you're like, oh, that looks good. Don't forget to make mine tomorrow, pal. But when she started offering you money for it, I was thinking, oh, that's a bit, that's a bit weird. <laughs> and when you told her no, she started getting visibly upset and told you it's not that hard to make lunch. I mean, who does that? That is odd behavior, isn't it? And this is coming down to a simple consequences for her own actions. You know, she's making the workplace unfriendly now and unsociable, if you like. And it's got to the point where she's not willing to cooperate at work. So she's making it an unfriendly workplace. 
So she's not leaving you with many choices but to escalate this further, which again is going to be consequences of her own actions in the end. And there was a top comment on this one which OP responded to. This one was from Winter Raisin591, who says, Not the arsehole. Tell her you're under no obligation to cook for her or anyone else. Full stop. I also suggest registering a complaint with HR before she turns this into something else. OP says, I've told her that before, but she'll go all pick me up girlish, saying things like, But your food looks so good. It's honestly driving me crazy. Especially now that her attitude has flipped 180 degrees after I turn her down for three months. Three months of that as well, holy moly. But Taisin says, not the arsehole. She's acting extremely entitled and is now harassing you and ignoring the work you are doing and not cooperating with you. You need to go to HR like yesterday. She's interrupting the flow of work just because you won't cook for her. $3 doesn't even cover food costs, much less your labor and time. And even then, even if she paid full price, you shouldn't have to because she is jealous. HR yesterday. Once you do this, she will never let up about it and desire it every day. Initial 728 says not the arsehole. Sally is completely delusional. What's stopping her from learning to make her own lunch? She's 27, not 7. Please don't start making any food for her as she will keep this up for as long as both of you are at the same workplace. This needs to go to HR as it's impacting your work. Someone suggested on the back of that comment that she's flirting. But Louis Avalon Max says, not the arsehole, cover your back OP. If she's causing problems in the work environment, being cooperative and refusing to do her work, log it. Write everything down word for word with the date and time that it happens, every time. I'd give her the task that she needs to perform and do your best to have others witness your interactions. If she does not fulfill her job, go back again, not in private, and ask her why it hasn't been done. Write everything down. Tell her you're logging her behavior at work, and if she continues, you will be reporting with your log to HR. Little Soft says not the arsehole. I used to work with an entitled main character like that. Oh, your nails are so pretty. I should come over and you can do mine. You smell so good. You made that. You should make me a signature scent. Um, no girl. We're not friends and I don't even like you that much. People like that think everyone should be delighted to do things for them. It's so weird. Next time she asks or makes a comment, send her a link to cooking classes and tell her you look forward to trying the thing she learns to make. OP responded saying, oh no, how did you go about your day with someone like that? Come to think of it, my colleague does say similar things. On my first day, she said, you must be talented since you are a year younger than me, yet you are my work senior. I find myself always weirded out due to her comments, to which Little Soft replies to saying, I mostly ignored her and made non-committal noises, then changed the subject. For the nails, I did offer for her to come over and I could teach her how to do it. As soon as she realized I wouldn't be her personal nail tech, she dropped it, lol. In a way, I felt bad for her because she had such little self-awareness that she didn't realize that most people didn't want to be her BFF. Then her feelings would be hurt when she wasn't included in things. Hope she goes out of it because she does have some good qualities, but they're outshined by the bad ones at this time in her life. OP's first update comes in and says, not sure how do I post an update, so I will just write it out on my own profile. First off, I would like to clarify some details I left out in my previous post. You can skip this if you don't really bother with the deets. <laughs> the deets. <laughs> For those who said Sally is flirting with me. I'm 26 female and Sally is anti-LGBTQ, so I think flirting is highly impossible. For those who asked about my job, I work in a design agency as a senior designer. 
Sally is my work junior. I work closely with the juniors as I oversee their work. Also, I am actually from Southeast Asia. I used USD in my previous post was because Sally legit told me $3 because USD is four times more than our currency. Somehow she believes it sounds nicer. So after reading most of your comments, I gave it a long thought about how I want to approach this issue. With that, I decided to not make lunch today and bring Sally out for lunch as to confront her about this whole lunch thingy privately. I offered to pay for a lunch on the condition I picked the venue and she was quick to agree and her attitude went back to how it was before I declined the request. Which I find it weird, but yeah, I was first relieved that at least I could talk to her about things and hoping I can iron this out on my own. That 40 minutes of my life felt like hell. I brought up the issue of me not being comfortable with her recent attitude and her request after we ordered our food. This whole time I was talking to her, she either zones out or just retorts with why or why not. Here's a little snippet of how our conversation went. I said, Sally, your constant pestering about how I should make you lunch is making me uncomfortable. I'd appreciate if you stopped that. She replied, why? I said, I mean, like, I don't cook for anyone other than myself. She said, why? I said, because Sally, I'm your colleague, not your boyfriend or mum or family. Sally said, but I don't see why you couldn't make me lunch just once. I'll pay you double this time. It felt like the conversation was going nowhere. The rest of the lunch was filled with awkward silence. Sally would just sit there and stare at me without saying anything. And I'm not sure if it's just her zoning out or she's somewhat pissed at me. She didn't even apologize, not once. The whole thing made my stomach feel weird, like something is grabbing my guts and twisting them around. The tension between us was awkward even the whole way we walked back to the office. Another senior designer, Mark, oh my word, <laughs> took notice and he pulled me away to talk about work. Sally gave me one more look and walked to her seat. Mind you, up until this point, I have never talked to anyone in the company about Sally and things she had told me. I was brought into a breakout room. Mark went straight to the point. Did Sally ask you for something ridiculous or weird? Turns out, some people in the office were unhappy with Sally and her little antics. She once pestered a colleague into buying us souvenirs as this colleague does a lot of work traveling. In meetings, she would zone out when people are talking to her and she would always shift the weight to someone else. Example, well, we have XXX, so there's nothing to worry about. Also, a few times she'd take bits of food off guys' plates like fries and would giggle if anyone tries to tell her off. If the giggling doesn't work, she'd retort the same whys and why nots I got during my talk with her. Mark suggests I should make arrangements with my supervisor to talk about it. They have all done it earlier this year and that stopped her from doing what she did to them. Well, most of them. She still zones out in meetings or mid-conversations. I thanked Mark for his suggestion and decided it was a necessary next step. I've told my reporting manager about the gist of things and I will be having a meeting with him tomorrow to give him more in-depth details. Somehow, it's assuring to see he actually had to massage his forehead followed by a long sigh when I mentioned Sally's name. Hope things will get better after this. Yes, as I was typing this out, I couldn't help but think back on some of Sally's behavior towards me throughout these three months. And at most times, it is weird and I'd know what to make of them. Maybe I'll make a separate post about it if anyone is invested. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? 
Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Lol. OP's next update. Not sure if anyone considers this an update, but I just want to write this out. I've talked about the whole Sally thing with my friends over Discord last night while we were playing games. Apparently some of my friends attended the same art school as Sally and at one point sharing the same few classes. This is quite a famous art school in my country. If you tell people you're a designer, people's first guess would be you studied there. From what I've gathered from my friends, in short, they describe Sally as a person with bad social skills but is naturally gifted in design. She doesn't talk much but whenever she decides she wants to be friends with you, she can only spout questions that are uncomfortable to most people. In one instance, Sally asked a classmate, why did her parents get a divorce? As such, they concluded she has bad social skills, but they've never seen her reacting negatively when people don't respond to her. They were shocked when I told them she was being uncooperative at work. Also, according to them, Sally behaves in a way that suggests her parents shield her from the world a lot. She's unaware of many things that deemed common sense for most. She once became paranoid because she learned about scams in college and believed by picking up one phone call from a stranger would land her in a lifetime of debt. She's also very insecure about many things, e.g. her looks, her weight, relationships, etc. At the end of the day, they didn't know much about Sally personally because back then, they thought she was nosy by always asking people very personal questions. However, Sally does have a few friends in college. With this in mind, I recall how Sally asked me weird questions such as, my salary, as well as me joining the company as a senior despite her having more work experience than me as well as trying to dump her relationship problems on me. Maybe it is her attempt in trying to be friends with me. Now that I think about it, she needs some sort of professional help more than discipline for her actions. And we do have a final update in a moment but the top comment on that post which Opie responds to saying she definitely has some social issues and probably needs therapy but her behavior goes beyond just not understanding social cues. She may be neurodivergent, I'm neurodivergent myself, and her parents protecting her has stunted her development greatly. That's not an excuse for breaking boundaries continuously and only stopping when higher-ups is brought in. She must be an amazing designer to still have a job after all these things she's done and how she just doesn't seem to contribute to the team. She sounds like a nightmare to deal with, honestly. Opie says, yes, she does do good work, and I do realize her behavior is not something you'd see every day. I suggested to my supervisor that if it's possible for the company to kind of talk to her into getting professional help since we do have this benefit called mental health claims. Nonetheless, I do hope for the best for Sally. Unfortunately, I have no means nor the capability to help her. So OP comes in with their final update and says, Hello everyone, this will be my final update. It took me a little while to write this post because I was busy at work. First of all, I'd like to thank you internet strangers for all the advice and similar experiences. 
it helped me a lot with navigating the situation as a whole. However, I'm still baffled by such behaviors, especially in a work environment where I was taught people are professional there. Anyways, on to the main topic. I had my meeting about the issue I had with Sally first thing in the morning. I told my manager that the main problem is work, about how uncooperative she was with me. It didn't take long for him to link this whole thing back to Sally, making unreasonable requests for colleagues again. He didn't exactly tell me what the company would do at the time, but mentioned that the company would take appropriate measures in regards to this. Soon enough, an email was sent to Sally with all the senior designers CC'd in. In short, Sally will be put into probation as well as having a 30% pay cut and she has been assigned a more stern and experienced designer. I heard she's really scary for work evaluation. Sally only gets one more chance to keep her job. One more of those requests from her after this would result in termination. Sally started kicking and crying reading the email as she yelled, it's not fair, repeatedly. Everyone looked at Sally briefly and went back into their own businesses. I saw some colleagues put their earphones in, raising the volume. Some put on earplugs and the ones sitting near her would just walk away with their laptops. No one consoled her. Everyone just pretended she wasn't there. It felt as if I was watching a movie at this rate. Still, a little worried that Sally would do something to me. I asked Mark if he could sit with me during lunch in case Sally tries anything. I'm not sure if Mark meant it as a joke or what, but he said, no worries, she's not smart enough to link this back to you. Lunch since that day has never been so peaceful, and I'm looking forward to more peaceful lunches as long as I'm with the company. And the top comment on that one says, great job seeing this through to the end. You improved your and all your co-workers and superiors work environment and mental health by leaps and bounds. I honestly wish the same for Sally. Still, not the arsehole. Opie says, I do hope Sally understood what she's doing is not okay and improve herself, though I wouldn't see myself interacting with her anytime soon outside of work-related matters. And there was a bit of a mix of comments below this one. Some people saying, you know, that Sally is just an entitled arsehole, that maybe she was was overly sheltered. Other people saying, you know, it sounds like there is some sort of neurodivergence there. But a lot of people agreeing that, you know, if something doesn't happen, it's likely that Sally is going to lose her job at some point down the road. But what do you guys make of this situation? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. And for our next story, we're stepping over to the Am I the Arsehole subreddit from user SorryIncrease2356. This one doesn't have an update as yet, but it's titled Am I the Arsehole for Quitting Being My Cousin's Bridesmaid on Short Notice Because of My Sister-in-Law? I, 25 female, grew up very close with my cousins. Our parents always loved to do things together. Lunch on Sundays in our grandparents' house and vacation travels together. Our family in general was always very close. The cousin 28 female I'm having a problem with was always one of my and my brother's 30 male best friends. I'm going to call her M. Even with all the cousins being close, there is always one there is closer and she was one of mine. Well, three years ago, my brother started dating my sister-in-law, 26 female, and M was since the beginning a bit standoffish with her. In the beginning, I thought it was just because my sister-in-law was new in our life, family and friend group, since my brother would take her to our outings. But as I became closer with my sister-in-law, she told me that M said and did mean things to her sometimes. Things like greeting every single person on a table except for my sister-in-law, or giving her backhanded compliments in front of family. All things there were subtle, but hurt my sister-in-law. 
I talked to sister-in-law and she didn't want me to expose our convo, but she was okay with me talking to M if I left our conversation out, so that's what I did. At the time, M just said that thinking she didn't like sister-in-law was in my head. Since then, my friendship with M kind of became more distant. We still talk at family events, but mostly our outings and girls' nights were slowly left behind. Besides, M started dating and is currently engaged to get married in January, and her daily life also changed. Now, fast forward to this weekend, my brother's wedding. What an incredible day. Everything was amazing, except for M. At the end of the part, sister-in-law told me M pulled my brother aside after the ceremony and told him he could have done better. But she would still stand by him because that's what you do with the people you love. But she had to say this to him. My brother told sister-in-law and sister-in-law told me and I was furious. But I didn't want to cause a scene at their wedding so I just ignored it, even though I was fuming on the inside. Well, yesterday I sent a private message to M saying I wouldn't be a bridesmaid anymore. I didn't want to keep contact with her. That we could avoid each other at the family events for all I cared because I could never forget someone doing something like this to my family. And I left the wedding group chat and blocked her. Well, her parents, brother and a few cousins are blowing up my phone saying I was an arsehole for leaving her hanging. Leaving her wedding party for trying to break the family apart. My grandma called me and said that nothing made her sadder than seeing her family being divided. I don't care though. My parents, of course, took sister-in-law's side. And since they aren't mad at me, my aunt and uncle also stopped talking with them. I have a close friend who is also engaged and she understood me, but told me that I was an asshole for leaving M's wedding party on short notice. Am I the asshole? And I guess that just leaves us with the question, why? Why does she hate her? Why does she hate the sister-in-law? To which Sarah Gill says the same as his info. Has anyone found out exactly why M doesn't like your sister-in-law? Opie says no idea considering what she said at the wedding. I guess she doesn't think sister-in-law is good enough for my brother. But right now it's just a guessing game. Boxing Mantis says not the arsehole unless somehow in some universe M's not a mean girl bully. But I have to ask, what the fuck was your brother doing sharing that with his bride on their wedding day? Would you tell him he's an idiot from me? Autistically awkward says not the arsehole. Stepping down as a bridesmaid is justified due to M's disrespectful behavior towards your sister-in-law. Particularly her inappropriate comments at your brother's wedding. It's important to stand against such negativity and support your family in a healthy and respectful environment. Your decision, whilst tough, prioritizes respect and unity in your family. And Go Outside says, Haven't been the victim of family slander. I'm not comfortable with the fact that you took everything your sister-in-law told you as fact without double and triple checking with M. Did your brother tell you personally what M supposedly said to him? If you only heard it from sister-in-law, did you follow up to confirm with your brother? Did you verify with M that she actually said that? And why are you letting yourself get drawn into this in the first place? It's between your sister-in-law and M. You should have let them sort it out themselves like the adults they are. You are not in high school. M denied not liking your sister-in-law, but when you asked her point blank, have you seen evidence with your own eyes that M was treating sister-in-law unkindly? The point is, you've gotten yourself mixed up in a lot of drama that is really none of your business. Yes, you're the arsehole for passing judgment on sister-in-law without verifying all the facts. Yes, you're the arsehole for getting yourself mixed up in a lot of unnecessary drama. And OP added... Little bits of extra info from people asking questions. So someone says, 
is your sister-in-law the same race as your family? And Opie says yes, but she comes from a lower-income family. Someone briefly mentions about how sister-in-law seems to be the source of all this drama, and Opie replies saying, okay, I'm not trying to discuss your judgment or fight about it, but I just want to clarify some things that I didn't make clear enough in the original text. I noticed something before my sister-in-law talked to me about it, how distant M was, and after what sister-in-law said, I noticed more backhand comments, subtle enough that I couldn't say much about it. One time we arrived at a cousin's birthday and she told my sister-in-law very loudly that everyone at her work had the exact same dress and she was happy that everyone was able to enjoy such a good sale wherever they shopped. That's not mean per se, but it was clearly said to embarrass her. About me choosing a newcomer. Not only is my sister-in-law the sweetest person I've ever met and someone that is in my house all the time, someone I've become very close to, but she's also the person my brother chose. I love my brother more than anything and if he chooses her, unless she gives me a reason not to love her, I love her with all my heart because she is good to him and because she is now his family. For me to love her is to love him and the life he chose for himself. At the very least, even if M had a reason, I hate the fact that she said that to my brother on his wedding day, not before, but on his wedding day. And they have already positioned themselves and barely speak to her. They invited her to be polite. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much for being involved. And hopefully we'll see you in the next one. Take care and much love. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.